Hey, hey, this is Lizzie with Love Day Coaching, and this podcast is about you. Yes, it is about you. Every week, there is a brief message with a series of questions to help you hear yourself. We spend so much time listening to what other people say and watching what other people do. This space is a few minutes for you to step outside of what other people say and do. Figure out what you need to say or do to flourish and thrive. Consider this your identity check-in day. This is about you. Hello, welcome. It's Lizzie here. I was driving down the street recently and I saw a bumper sticker that said this. It said, I'm sorry that I'm driving so close in front of you. Instantly, that got me to pause and put on the brakes, first of all, so that I could read what it said. And then second, well, the message felt like a bit of a sarcastic jab in my direction. I'm sorry that I'm driving so close in front of you. This simple message created a brief pause in my day and I unhurried myself for a moment and questioned things. Ultimately, it got me to laugh though at the irony of it. I'm sorry that I'm driving so close in front of you. The thing is, there are questions that I've been contemplating lately as usual and these days it's been in regard to hurrying. I've been contemplating on the fast-paced hurry of our lives these days. It's a topic in the world today. It's not like it's breaking news that life is moving fast. We all know that life these days is not quite as simple as it was 30 years ago. And yes, we have technology that helps us multitask and frees us from many of life's mundane tasks and connects us to all sorts of people all over the globe. It's amazing. This, in theory, should make things more simple and allow us more time to relax a bit and focus on what is most important. However, evidence is there to show that it is far from the case. We're all hurrying and scurrying to snap up more information, accomplish more tasks, and chase after more opportunities, which doesn't feel so simple most of the time. To be frank, we all have become a little too demanding on the whole situation. With the speed at which the internet can make information, products, and services available comes a sense of entitlement we all have programmed into us to think that we should move at a fast and furious rate to match that rate. Because, well, it's possible A fast and furious rate is possible. We see it with technology. The question for you is, have you become a little too demanding on this life experience? Are you hurrying your life too much? That's something to question and contemplate on today. 
As a health and life coach, it is my passion to provide space for people to figure out how to untangle this fast and furious mess we're in. We want to lose weight. We want to make more money. We want to find a partner. We want easy food to be entertained, to be educated, to be rested, to be stylish, to be healed, to have friends and connections. We are all, in a sense, demanding things and demanding them at a fast and furious rate without considering the possibility that perhaps the rate at which we are demanding things is not sustainable. And unless we untangle the rush and unhurry some things, we will burn out and not actually be able to receive the things we demand. It's my job as a coach to help you recognize the misalignment between your deep beliefs, your thoughts, your actions, your desires, and who you truly are, so that you can stop living a life that is internally and externally chaotic. When we're living with beliefs that are over in one corner of our minds and thoughts in another, and they don't really align, and then we've got actions that are not overlapping with those, and they're not even overlapping with our desires, we're spinning our wheels in all these directions that are chaotic and exhausting and not getting the results that we are demanding. This chaos leads to exhaustion and burnout. And as a coach, I am here to help you begin putting the pieces together into a nice aligned target of sorts so that you can live energetically. And if you're feeling that you're on the verge of burnout or that you have already hit it full force, listen up because this podcast is about you and it is for you. This is space for you to begin asking personal and important questions so you can work towards aligning yourself to a more efficient and peaceful way of living. That's what I'm here to help you to do. I feel passionate about that. Let's get curious today. Could hurrying be contributing to your burnout? And what does that look like and feel like in your world? I was recently on vacation and I realized that even while on vacation, there was a sense of hurry humming in the background and sometimes blaring in the foreground. It shows up when we're hurrying to get from one experience to the next so that we don't miss out. And if things slow down, we get antsy because we aren't moving quick enough through the vacation experience. Fear of missing out can often cause us to miss out on what on what we are experiencing right now. FOMO, fear of missing out. That, my friends, distracts your mind from what you are experiencing right now. Causes you to hurry through this experience. I've been on vacation. I've felt rushed through conversations with people that I love. And because I'm hurrying to make the next comment or check my text messages or to notice and look around at something else that looks interesting. I'm missing that conversation. I'm hurrying in a sense to be somewhere mentally besides right with that person. I've also been on vacation and I'm hurrying myself by checking emails and coordinating my work schedule for when I arrive back home. 
Reflecting on my most recent vacation with my family, one of my favorite things that we experienced, and also I heard others of my family say they enjoyed it as well, was that we spent time together eating breakfast in the morning and we took it slow instead of rushing as usual to get out the door and on to the next experience. That was one of the favorite things was just having a slow morning and eating breakfast together. And then last spring, I took my family to Europe and my 12-year-old surprised me when he said one of his favorite things was the night we stayed in the condo and we all made dinner together. There were a lot of other great things we were rushing to that he really liked, but it was so interesting to me to hear him say that out of all those things, it was unhurrying and making dinner together in the condo that stood out in his mind. Can you relate to what I'm talking about here Do you understand what I'm talking about? I assume you do on an intellectual level. You are a wise human being. So how do we learn this on a deeper level? Well, one thing I know is that learning is most powerful when it's personalized and understood in real life. So let's make this personal today and look inward. Are you always trying to get to another experience, the next experience. You're trying to get there. Are you missing this experience right here and now because you're trying to get to another experience? Are you demanding things to happen at a rate that might not be realistic and sustainable? Let's get curious about this. Have you ever driven somewhere and not even had the recollection of it because your mind was hurrying through it? Your mind was somewhere else. Maybe you're driving right now and that's happened. Have you ever asked someone a question and then you don't remember the answer because your mind was hurrying to the next thought or the next comment or question? Hurrying is a type of reflex there is a programmed reflex to reach for the next thing at every transition. In transition, we tend to reach for the next thing. We reach for an email. We reach for social media feeds, news, a snack. We reach for music, entertainment, anything to hurry us along to the next moment. What do we believe when we're hurrying anyway? That we can somehow control the situation or speed up time or that we don't have enough time? Do we believe that there never is enough time? Or perhaps we believe that where we are is not satisfying for some reason. It's uncomfortable and we want to rush into the future because it somehow will be more satisfying or more comfortable somehow. It's like we all have this childlike wish that we're nurturing, that we have the ability to speed up time. We're wanting to get to the next moment, not being here in the moment. And because of this, we actually do speed up time, but we still aren't getting the results we want from our time because we don't use the moments we have right now. Those are some beliefs we have around this. What are your beliefs when it comes to hurrying? What do you believe when you're hurrying? 
What about thoughts? What thoughts do we have when we hurry? Well, for me, often the thoughts are around complaining in some way. Why isn't this working? Or why isn't that happening? Why isn't so-and-so moving faster? Why can't I seem to move faster? I can never have enough time. Or I off- often there is a thought that I am going to miss something. There's a fear in there, right? And also, there's often no thought at all because I'm just hurrying. It's just thoughtless hurrying. I've just been programmed to hurry. I'm multitasking and I'm thinking, oh, look at me. I'm getting stuff done. Do these thoughts relate to you? What would happen if you unhurried this moment right now? What would that look like for you? How would you do that? Only you know, because this is about you, and you know where you are and what you're experiencing right now. What would unhurrying look like and feel like right now in your body and your mind? What would you notice and see around you? What would you feel because you chose to unhurry yourself and took a moment to pause? Some simple examples of how this type of pausing and unhurrying can be practiced in life are these. These are some ideas to share to help getting you thinking about how you might be able to begin unhurrying. The first places to begin is when you're eating. So often we rush through our eating and that is a common thing. We're standing. How many times do I eat when I'm standing or driving? Instead, one way to unhurry yourself is just to take one simple thing that you eat, perhaps an orange, for example, and peel it extra slow. Notice the textures, the sounds, the smell, and the whole process of it. Notice it. Another practice to do is something that I often do with my health coaching clients is to have a slowest eater challenge to try and eat your meal in 20 minutes. Maybe set a timer and chew your food slow and draw it out so that it takes 20 minutes to eat your food. That's a challenge. Those are some things to begin practicing to unhurry yourself. Another place is in conversations with people. How often do we rush our thoughts in conversations with other people? And instead, one way to begin unhurrying yourself is to make eye contact with that person for at least 10 seconds. Let that 10 seconds be your practice in unhurrying yourself in that conversation with that person. Another place to go to practice unhurrying yourself is with your breathing. We rush throughout our day. Breathing is just one of those things that we do automatically. 
And at the same time, we don't. (laughs) We tend to hold our breath automatically as we're going throughout the day, or we breathe in short, shallow breaths because we're hurrying. Instead, contemplate on taking a moment to just take a deep breath and fill your lungs with air completely and hold it there. Hold it like a, a hug. Let it in. Let it nourish you and then let it go. Another way to think about unhurrying yourself is by touching. And that might be hugging somebody. And instead of just a a light side hug or a quick hug on the way out the door, a 10 second hug is a way to slow that down. If you don't have somebody to hug, another great place to find this connection is by touching something on the earth. An interesting thing that I learned about recently is that the earth releases the hormone oxytocin, which is the hormone that is the bonding hormone. So when we hug another person, there's this releasing of oxytocin. When a mother holds her baby or nurses her baby, oxytocin is released. The earth is sending oxytocin out into the world. And so perhaps just taking a moment to touch a a leaf for 10 seconds, a flower petal for 10 seconds, touch the grass for 10 seconds, hug a tree for 10 seconds, and pause. That's one way to unhurry yourself. Another idea is when you're walking. When you're walking, take 10 seconds to just stop and close your eyes. Let the sun hit your face and feel your feet rooted underneath you and say thank you to the earth for supporting you. Thank you for your feet for supporting you. Let the sun hit your eyelids. That's just 10 seconds to slow down. What would happen if you did that? What would it feel like? Another place to begin practicing slowing down is when you're driving. When you find yourself rushing, pause and notice five things around you. How often we just drive on autopilot and don't really recognize what's happening around us. Notice five things, whether it's what you hear, what you see, what you smell, what you feel inside, and just list them off in your mind or even out loud, five things around you and recognize that you can't control the other cars and the situation and you can notice what's around you and unhurry yourself. One other way to unhurry yourself is to create a type of Sabbath in your life. This podcast I've created as a type of experience like that. It's every Sunday. It's an opportunity for you to check in and ask yourself questions. You could use this podcast as a way to unhurry your life, or you could create a bigger type of Sabbath in your life, a period of time where you turn off your phone and you seize from the usual striving and cultivate spiritual and mental joy. Those are some tips and ideas to just get you thinking about how you might begin unhurting yourself. Questions for you today to zone in on are these. Number one, 
Can you allow yourself to unhurry sometimes? Number two, what is one small scenario that you can practice unhurrying? I gave you some ideas. Maybe there's something else that came to mind in your life. What's a scenario that you could practice unhurrying? And number three, if you were to unhurry this, what meaningful desire or demand of yours might actually end up happening because you chose to unhurry instead of rush? What could that be for you? Get curious. Is there a meaningful desire or demand of yours that might actually end up happening because you practiced unhurrying yourself? Often we miss out on life because we are going at a chaotic pace that is not in alignment with what we are actually demanding. And so we walk around unsatisfied and complaining and then rushing even more. And yes, there is, the truth is there are times when we do need to hurry. In fact, this week I ran into a friend I hadn't seen in a while. And in that moment, I had to get my daughter to an appointment on time. I had to set a boundary with my friend and tell her, oh, I am sorry, but I'm in a hurry right now. And I had to hurry. I had to go. We can't unhurry everything in life. That's just not realistic. It is important that we set boundaries around time in certain scenarios, or else we'd actually miss out on legitimate appointments or meaningful experiences. Being on time is respectful to other people's time, and it shows the world does not revolve around just you. And there is a need for legitimate deadlines. A deadline, it's dead. It's not alive. It's not morphing and moving. It's like when we're catching a plane, the door closes and for real, you you will miss out if you're not there. These types of things are needed to hurry us so that we don't miss out on certain experiences. That's why today I'm challenging you to notice the ways you are rushing and hurrying when it's not necessary. All the rushing and hurrying is leaving us too tired to keep rushing after the things that really do matter to us. Because of the hurry, are you missing out on important experiences that are happening right now? The most important moment you have is the moment right now. The past is gone. The next moment doesn't even exist yet. This moment right here, it's happening. It is the most important moment right now. We struggle to admit this because we're reflexively chasing after what is next. How can you lose weight if you don't allow your body to rest and digest? How can you become wealthy when you do not value the wealth of this moment and the potential in it right now? How can you experience deep connection with another human being if you can't seem to even be with them in this moment right now? Begin asking yourself important questions. What could be possible for you if you allowed yourself not to hurry sometimes. Practice unhurrying in small, simple ways, and you can build up to unhurrying in bigger ways. The truth is this, no one knows your life better than you do. 
if anyone's going to know what can be unhurried and what would be most important to unhurry in your life, it is you. I can give you suggestions, but it's not me or the trends around you that are going to help you. It is you. You are the one that knows. After all, this is about you. As a coach, I am a voice to remind you that you know a lot about yourself because it's your eyes you're seeing through, your heart that is pumping blood through you, and it is you that is fully capable of slowing significant moments down. What do we believe when we're hurrying anyway? That we can somehow control the situation or speed up time? Perhaps we believe we don't have enough time. We talked through this. Think about what beliefs you have and what thoughts are driving you away from what really matters. Today, I invite you to get personal, take some simple steps to take independent ownership over your life and choose to unhurry yourself a bit. Ask yourself, do I really need to hurry this? Is there a way to slow it down? Notice, if you feel anxious or antsy and you want to escape that feeling, are you trying to rush through it? Are you trying to move through the moments of your life too quickly? If you are, pause, notice, practice unhurrying yourself by noticing something inside yourself and outside yourself to ground you with what is happening right now. Today, I invite you to get personal. Take some simple steps to take independent ownership of your life and choose to unhurry yourself a bit. I am Coach Lizzie Loveday, and I'm passionate about energizing you. Life can be meaningful, intentional, energetic, and fun. I believe you know a lot already about what you need to make this possible, but you've got to unhurry yourself and begin listening, my friend. If you want to take it to the next level and have these questions emailed to you so that you can write down the answers and make it personal, Click the link in the show notes. There's a place where you can sign up to receive the questions from all of these podcasts emailed to you. You can also find my email in the show notes as well. If you want to drop me a note, I dare you. Let's be in touch. Please unhurry yourself for a moment and write a review or rate this podcast. That helps me stay pumped to keep the questions coming and helps me learn how to make this more meaningful for you. I appreciate you listening. I am Coach Lizzie Loveday, and I am passionate about helping you hear yourself and love yourself better so that you can live an energetic and loving life. This podcast is designed to be your weekly identity check-in day. Ask yourself some questions and dive in to what is true for you. Begin listening to yourself. Slow down a bit and unhurry yourself, my friend. This is about you.